I don't know if it changed the game, but it definitely changed my game. <laughs> changed all my game. I understand. <laughs> it was I had no subs in my car, but yep. yet this still bumped That's coming it. in the parking lot in high school. There you go. Woo, 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 woo. Blowing speakers. This yep. is what's happening right now. Yo, yo. I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one wheel. It's off the hard. I'm the neighborhood pusher. Call me subwoofer. Don't get in trouble, man. You hear Kendrick kicking people off stage. You know what I'm saying? When they say the N-words, I don't know where this was going, but I didn't want you to get in trouble. So that was a good fade. I know I know how to like step away from the mic. Oh man, I'm John Parker. And I'm Dan Duncan. This is Don't Do That, bro, man. We are out here saving lives grinding. one dude at a time. We grinding. Grinding. All the way grinding. No black face. We just making it happen right now. My goodness. <laughs> Every time we go away for a couple of weeks. Yep. We I'm like, maybe, maybe the world yep. doesn't need Don't Do That, Bro. Nope. I wanna be here. Yeah. But maybe the world doesn't need us anymore. It all falls apart. <laughs> It all falls down. Drake needs yep. us. He needs us, man. He's down one to three in the finals <laughs> right now. He is down, And bro. he needs a LeBron moment. He does. He needs to call on the power of the Hulkamaniacs. Oh, my gosh, Oh, bro. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, welcome to Don't Do That, Bro. Mm-hmm. This is your first time. We're here to help dudes win. That's what we Bottom do. Bottom line. That's what we do. We're like the top golf for like everybody. <laughs> we give you instructions. We tell you where to hit the ball. We give you clubs. Blue for the ladies. Black for the men. You know what I'm saying? We're just trying to make it easy for you. Yeah. Huh? Well, we're here. Uh, if you uh, want to hit us up on Twitter, at Dan Dunk, mm-hmm. at C. John Roar, yep. uh, please go review us mm-hmm. because some of the other podcasts on this network are talking all the mess. They are. All the mess. Hmm. We are brought to you by Fort District, so shout out to Fort District. Holla, holla, holla. Yeah, go review us mm-hmm. because other podcasts on this network are talking all the mess. But I want to shout out uh, somebody that just reviewed us mm-hmm. because this person is Marcos Mun- Munoz. Mm-hmm. Marcos Munoz? Yeah. All right. There you go. Uh, yeah, do you that's know, the, do you know Marcos? No, nah, that's just the Cali in me. I, okay. I see the names like Marcos Munoz. There you, you know go. There you go. That, that role, the trill. Uh-huh. Of, of that are. Uh, he said, don't do that, bro, uh, was my introduction to the Fourth District Podcast. You are welcome. There's many good here. We are the best, but there are other good. Great, not maybe so much, but good. Yes, these guys are funny, and they bring serious topics. Uh-huh. Come damn on, right. You, you, you're damn right, Marcos. You know what I'm saying? And I we like have that you. E next to yeah. our podcast as well. Yeah. The Every, only explicit podcast on, on Everybody District. can't earn that E, baby. <laughs> That's when you put in work. We got stripes right now. You know what I'm saying? We the squad. <laughs> I have like 12 tears going down my face. <laughs> Tattoo teardrops, baby. You know what I'm saying? I got a spider Everybody web on my elbow. Mark. Spider web on my elbow because we gangsta out here <laughs> in these podcast streets. Oh, my gosh. Huh. Well, it's the summer of rap, bro. It, it is. It is. And we're not talking about like plastic rap. We're not talking saran rap. We talking about hip hop. We talking about beats and rhymes and rhythms and diss tracks. Diss tracks are back, and it's amazing. It's yes. amazing, which leads us to who's your caddy? Who's your caddy? Fourth district. Uh, seem to me like Dan Duncan always offered a hand to the nine iron. Always the nine iron. What you need a caddy for if he always gonna give you the same club, huh? Hashtag. Who's your caddy? 
All right, well, if this is your first time uh, listening in, like we said, uh, we're here to help dudes win, but we also, on a weekly basis, have a segment called Who's Your Caddy, where we talk about a single individual, and there's no question, the single individual that we had to talk about this week is Drake. Dun, 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 Aubrey Jenkins, or whatever his last name is, Aubrey something, I don't know what it is, Aubrey, Weedon North, Toronto. Black, Jewish, man. (laughs) Yes. Yes, he's all, uh, of, he's all of the ethnicities. Man. I mean, I'm saying his t- his city took an L. It's called Lebronto now. Um, get swept out of the playoffs. He's getting swept out of the, the I take that back. He's not going to get swept out of the rap game, but it is definitely a black eye on his, his, his status right now. Bro, like, we all, I mean, he killed, Meek Mill yeah. is sitting here right now like, where are all of my goons who could have done this research for me? They could have. Someone could have loved him enough. But you know what I think they're saying is that Pusha has his firsthand information. Like he's had it. You know what I'm saying? Or it was it was in his circle or his sphere of influence. Or maybe just people don't love Meek. Maybe they don't. Maybe nobody knows how to use the Googles in Meek's life. He's got a bunch of hood dudes. Maybe that's it. He's got goons. Goons ain't Googling. That's you know true. what I'm saying? They putting hands on people. That's true. So we just going to fight that dude when we see him. So <laughs> clearly... Drake lost, uh-huh. and, but that happens, right? Like everyone takes an L sometime mm-hmm. in life. The mm-hmm. thing that we must caddy all men on is do not take a picture. Yes, which we're going to talk about this later when we talk about the rules of social media. Yes, and marriage. Mm-hmm. I guess we're going to talk about a, a smorgasbord of things. It's, it's today. happening. It's happening. <laughs> Little tease for you guys. I'm telling guys that marriage ain't worth it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> in the next seven, I'm just like, y'all know, don't do it. All the teases. <laughs> Drake took a picture yes. where he allowed someone mm-hmm. to put him in blackface. Yes. He's already black. Well, in in his blood. <laughs> in his blood. There is some Negro blood just dripping. And then closed the shutter on <laughs> said camera that was in front of him <laughs> and did not destroy whatever mm-hmm. memory card or film mm-hmm. that picture was taken on. Mm-hmm. What was he thinking? Can I tell you what his tweet said? It was some art, or it was supposed to make a political statement. I know everyone is enjoying the circus, but I want to clarify this image in question. This was not from a clo- this was not from a clothing brand shoot or my music career. This picture is from 2007, a time in my life where I was an actor, and I was working on a project that was about young black actors struggling to get roles, being stereotyped and typeclassed. The photos represented how African Americans were once wrongfully portrayed in entertainment. Me and my best friend at the time, Mazen. El Sagadig, that's not Spanish. So is that the photographer? Uh, Maybe. Uh, Who is also an actor from Sudan. We're attempting to use our voice to bring awareness to the issues we dealt with all the time as black actors at auditions. Okay, not there yet. Let me finish this. This was to highlight and raise our frustrations with not always getting a fair chance in the industry and to make a point that the struggle for black actors had not changed much. Let me just one and then I'll let you go. No, go ahead. Do you think when Drake was in auditions, they was like, who is this black guy that keeps showing up to all these auditions? Audition, who is this black guy? Do you think he got that one time? No, you're in Canada. You, of course, got called more than white people did because there's five of you there. He doesn't even look black. So that's that's the point I'm making. I'm that guy right now. He may get away with mixed. Maybe if you say, say that he's mixed. But when I look at Clay Thompson, I'm like, oh, he's mixed. You know what I'm saying? Like, when, when I, I look at, you. you know what I'm saying? Like, Drake doesn't have any outstanding. Have you seen his dad? His dad is a pimp from Memphis. Yes, I've seen his dad. And his, his mom is a Jewish white lady. 
She looks Jewish white lady. He looks pimp from Memphis. The two of them together didn't make a pimp Jewish white lady baby. <laughs> he could pass for Canadian white and maybe some like Middle Eastern or something like that. I'm just saying, Drake, stop with the crying. No one was like, man, I, I would give you this role, bro, but you're black. I, and clearly he got cast as whatever handicapped wheelchair dude. He got shot on the show. Maybe that was the <laughs> discrimination. Hey, we know you're black, so at some point in time, we're going to have a gun scene with you. And Did then, a black man shoot him too? It was I, still, black on I, black I didn't violence? watch the grass. It might have been. It might have been Jew black on black violence. Oh my, gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I, I guess the show was fairly popular. So here are my thoughts when yes, I read this yes, article. Yes. One, I hate that Twitter gave him that many characters to describe. A lot of characters. <laughs> to describe oh, you know, what happened. He cheated. He did that on Insta, I think. This looks like an Insta post, but okay. it might have been Twitter. No, it looks like Insta. I hate Twitter that he yep. even could have gone to Twitter with it. <laughs> he could have. Oh, I'll put that out there. Yep, yep. And secondly, Drake, my man, if you are famous, yep. they will come find you. They will. And they have. And we went and found that dude's website, and that picture is mm-hmm. still up for anyone to go grab, bro. Yeah. Yeah, Drake should have called that man as soon as he signed his record deal. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. He knows that thing exists. <laughs> yep. He knows it could be taken out of whatever context that people don't need context. Yes. 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 So you should have called that man and been like, "I'm going to give you a hundred thousand dollars to shut down this website. Yep. Make sure that all of the images aren't cached anywhere. Mm-hmm. And if it ever comes out, I'm going to sue your ass ever forever. Forever. Every day. I'm just going to I'm going to wake up and hit you with another lawsuit." Because that picture will haunt him forever. Yep. It's a meme. Done. It is on a million text message strings. Yep. yep. And you just gave every white asshole in this yep. country yep. all the ammunition and all of the fodder they need yep. to make fun of you. Yes, you. And by extension, mm-hmm. the black people <laughs> that you were also in some way trying to relate to but yet in other ways taking on the very embodiment of like the tortured like yeah, yeah. black character yeah yeah I, I look at your face i'm looking at your face and the confusion is just it's just thick right now it's just it's bewilderment if you want to be famous you yes. want to he, he says i want to be an actor mm-hmm. you shouldn't do things that are going to hinder that yeah desire yeah and let's so so let's so let's think through it i don't do this often because i have no love for foolishness right and i don't even try to explain it or make it okay canadian maybe in canada there's not the same like sting of blackface that existed for black americans right potentially right in a sense like for instance when you go to belgium which i love their beers but i hate their country in terms of the things they do they have this uh, thing I think is during Christmas time because I think sphincter calls. Does sphincter calls come from Belgian or whatever? But anyway, there's this thing that they do every year once a year where the, the country dresses in blackface and they're supposed to be like elves asking Santa for money or something or something like that, bro. It's literally it's this picture of Drake is them in Belgium once a year. The whole everybody's participating in it, probably except for the black people, and they write it off as oh this has nothing to do with American blackface and blah 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 blah. It just so happens to look the same and whatever the case may be. And so I'm like, maybe Canada, maybe Drake, maybe his Jewish mother side, no one had the conversation with him. Hey, son, this isn't a great idea. This isn't what you need to do. All right, so you're going to listen to Drake from now on? I didn't really listen to him before. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Nice for what to these, you know, nice for, you know what I mean? Hey, man, that's... Like, back to back is what got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I just, I see him in just like this, like completely like 
oh, yeah. like when everyone like kind of said like mm-hmm. people write for him, yeah. I kind of was like let that slide. Like yeah. I feel like that's, that's like a true. very industry thing yeah. that happens. Like everyone writes for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Like your favorite rapper actually, does, unless his name is Kendrick Lamar, unless his name is K Dot or Childish Gambino, or maybe even uh, J Cole on his new album. Maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. That was a very strong transition for J. Cole. So bro, either he I, never wrote bro, or he started bro, asking other people you to. You just made my face tingle. Like, I felt like I just saw a ghost. When I say, I like, J. Cole got me on a few singles here and there, but this new album, I was like, bro, this dude is a grown man. He's not riding, sitting in Jay-Z's lap, hopping up and down, not apologizing to, to, to Nas for letting him down. Although he's a wife beater now, apparently. And I'm like, all right, Nas, what is happening in real life? Like, really? Yes. Did that just come out? Kelis came out a couple weeks back, maybe a month or so, and was like, yo, this dude used to knock my head off. Like, I was like, not Nas, bro. Everybody, bro. Gotta caddy these dudes. So, like, when I heard that J. Cole album, I was like, all right, J. Cole. Yeah. Maybe you don't need features. Yeah. All right, go ahead, continue. I apologize. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but now I just see Drake as this, like, Caricature? able to be bought mm-hmm. caricature. Mm-hmm. Of like anything, he's he's a chameleon that will morph into whatever he so chooses. Now is this Azalea Banks versus Cardi B conversation? Were you were you hip to that conversation? Uh, no, I wasn't. You want to Azalea uh, Banks? Uh, went on. I don't uh, know who that is. So she's well, maybe a lot of people don't, but she's a singer. Okay, right? good. I thought I was about to have one of your Bernie Siegel moments. I I I will. It is Beanie, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bernie Siegel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, but no, like so. Um, she she got into it with I think Ti at one time. She gets into these you know social media beats with people or whatever. I think oh over Iggy because he was saying that Ti was like she was culturally appropriating whatever, and Ti was helping that happen because he was her manager or she was on his label or whatever the case may be. Right. So she has a lot of strong opinions when it comes to culture and and people and. Cult, racial appropriation and stuff like that or whatever, right? So she she went on Breakfast Club and went on this, uh, she was having this conversation saying that, yes, sir, the Sound of Champions, um, that Cardi B was a caricature of a black woman. And if she was to do the same things that Cardi B was doing, they would she would be tossed out of life, right? And she said there was a point in time where Beyonce and uh, her sister Solange were making music and, and stirring conversations and moving black women into a different space and then here comes Cardi B and just undermines that whole thing, right? To summarize what she was saying. Hmm. I agree with some stuff, I disagree with some stuff, but I don't I don't find much fault in what she's saying. So that leads people to have conversations of, well, Cardi B is just, you know, being authentic to who she is and da-da-da-da-da and then Azalea was calling her illiterate and she actually exited off of, I think, Instagram after her and uh, Azalea got into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, she disappeared, like, literally left off of Instagram and they were saying that Azalea pushed her to that or whatever. But the idea is that, hey, man, with Drake, if this these things are happening, right, he's not writing his own songs. When he first came out, a lot, a lot of people, some people start off doing pornography before they become actors and actresses or whatever, right? But for this thing to happen, it's like, bro, like it puts things in perspective. Like you get you get a lot of freedoms to drop these in bombs. Not sure if you was dropping these in bombs on Degrassi or before Degrassi, right? You hooked up with all these black producers and writers and, and cash money and all these different things. So now you're you know, and I, I'm not that dude because I'm not even mixed people. It's, it's Which, not even about mixed people, right? It's it, not even about. It's, it's a little. The line is pretty grotesque, but yeah. the line about uh, Birdman <laughs> in that diss track, dude, it's just like every, there's so many, just like clever mm-hmm. moments that yeah. if you go through it too yeah. fast, like you'll miss it. You're just like, yeah, it, it's Eminem, like yeah, clever, yeah. 
he he did his thing, man. So I, I wanted to backtrack because I didn't want to make this like, no, no, just for me, just for clarifying things. It's not about like mixed people not having the right to say the N-word and blah, 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 blah. But just if we're, if we're riding this wave and thinking through past and present future, it's like, yo, this dude potentially... If he's just up trying to make money, trying to get a check, trying to do what he was doing, that picture may not have been like him trying to uh, culturally appropriate or do whatever. He may have thought in his mind he was actually trying to like speak out. I feel like this is this didn't come out in 2007 like, yo, I'm doing this artwork so that us black actors in Canada can get fair jobs and fair wages and it's not fair. This is now he's saying this, right? Mm-hmm. So of course you can, you know, recreate history or whatever the case may be, but like thinking through caricature and thinking through like the Cardi B thing and thinking through like, man, like you don't write your stuff potentially. Have you never written your stuff? I don't know. Um, have you just try? Were you just trying to find a venue and an avenue to become successful, and you were able to do that semi? Because I think he said on Degrassi he wasn't making a lot of money. He was still living with his mama and barely paying rent or whatever the case may be. Unless it's just him hyping up the story. Hmm. And then, oh, my next break is I'm going to be a rapper, right? And so he just cooked up with the right people, and his career was able to to take, take off. off. You know what I mean? So again, like you're saying, these things have to disappear. You can't hide your baby mama if that's indeed his baby mama. You know what I'm saying? Um, You can't be out here like like coming for people. Like he came for Ye right first. Is that what happened? Mm -hmm. He came for Ye first without expecting people to respond. You know what I'm saying? And then when they respond, you got to disappear, bro. Like you got you you just got to stop because you thought you were onto something with Meek, and you did not realize. Oh, oh, this dude has done this before. (laughs) Oh, this this is the first battle he's been in. Oh, he's able to get facts. Oh, I forgot I did that blackface. Oh, I forgot that I have the secret baby mama. Oh, I forgot that everybody knows that Birdman gets in your behind if you're trying to get on this label. You know what I'm saying? Whether it happened to him or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, count your losses, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get it. Don't. You got a knife in the gunfight, right? You, you, you played yourself. He, he played himself. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't realize what all men in this life caddy mm-hmm. moment need to realize mm-hmm. is do not underestimate old man's strength. Bruh. Come on, dude. Because Come on. in all aspects of life, yep. wiser men than you will figure out a way to beat you. Yep. My dad can still whoop my butt. Yeah. Physically yep. and athletics. <laughs> that man can't run a mile, but he can figure out a way to beat me in basketball, whatever sport we're playing. Yep, back he's down. Gonna, he's going to win. Yeah, yeah. So all that to say... He, Drake, you played yourself. Played yourself, man. And I don't like to shout out LeBron very often, but Le- LeBron did the old man in this in these playoff runs. I'm a body you. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. I'm gonna outsmart you. I'm gonna be psychologically in your head. I'm gonna take the game off so you think you can beat me by fifty and the next night dominate. Like that's Drake should have known that about Pusha T. This guy's a veteran. I don't think I want this. You know what I'm saying? I said something about because did he respond at all? Like his he, he has not responded. He did the first thing that called out Kanye right then. Uh, Pusha responded. Then he did something. And then Pusha ethered this. Day. Yeah, well, Pusha put him yeah. in the album. Yeah, and kind of put it like a shout out in his yeah. album yeah. about it. And then yeah, then the diss tracks. Yeah, happened. yeah, yeah. So I mean, bro, like we try to tell dudes, you know, what and I'm saying? Drake, his track wasn't that bad. But when you just get bodied, like he got bodied. Yeah, everybody was right. Oh, Drake got him. Oh, Drake. Blah 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 blah. He don't want it with Drake. Hey man, it's a joke in the black community about light skinned dudes losing. Like, have you heard the have you seen the meme about Wakanda? No. Light skinned dudes, well kinda. <laughs> well kinda forever. <laughs> wow. 
Oh, man. <laughs> not Wakanda forever. They're well, kind of. They don't get through the force field. <laughs> they don't get through, bro. They like the little bugs outside. <laughs> Infinity War. They just they got to dig underneath, bro. They got to just, just sacrifice themselves to get in, man. So this this is another setback for the for the light-skinned dude club, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, man. Drake just, he just, he set y'all back a hundred years, man. Moral of the story is, guys, don't take pictures you don't want to uh, yep. forever live on the internet. Yep. Yeah, because they they will come find you. Yes, if you're someone of of note, mm-hmm. or you've done something like all these Me Too guys that yeah. are coming out right yeah. now. Yes, the more that you get famous, the more you need to realize you about to get all your skeletons yep. are going to come out of the closet. It's time to write some checks and some NDAs. <laughs> NDAs are non-disclosure agreements. It's time to get those ready. Time to have a day. I was going to go apologies. Oh yeah, that's what, I mean. that's what I meant. That's what I meant. But, oh, but yes, but apologize. yeah. After that, yes, maybe some NDAs. Yes, apologize first. But we, we've seen what happens when Trump tries to get an NDA signed. They just say, "Take the money, please. I will get paid by all of these news outlets way more than you paid me." You can have this one eighty back because <laughs> <laughs> they're giving me two fifty. Two fifty, and I might get a meal ticket. I might just get a million off of this. Man. Hey, man, we tried to tell y'all last season about the dick pics. Y'all maybe listen because I keep that's being less of a thing now. But you're still getting caught up on old stuff, man. Like, you, you got to go and scrub. You got to go and clean these things out, man. And you got to go shut the stuff down. Like, and don't do it from here on out. It's crazy. Stop. All right. Let's move on to uh, a little bit uh, more fun debate. Yes. 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 Let's talk about marriage. Why not, bro? I'm here for that. All right. So, fill, fill the people in on a little pre-show and okay. how we got here. Do we need to take a commercial first? We're good here? Oh, let's do that. Okay. All right, guys. Listen, I don't remember these things often, but right now, we're just going to jump into a commercial. All right. Listen, before the break, we talked about Drake and, and Pusha T and summer being lit, and hopefully we get more of this drama, and hopefully you guys remember to scrub the internet, take your pictures off, deactivate accounts, do whatever you got to do, apologize, then get some non-disclosure agreements signed. But right now, this is like the ultimate non-disclosure. This is, you know, prenuptial talk. We're talking about marriage. I had a conversation with a gentleman recently um, doing a little life coaching. Some people may say hating. Just depends on where they land on the side of the fence. Give you some background. He's a young guy, uh, under 40. Uh, He's a a medical professional, makes a lot of money, takes a lot of trips, has the pick pick of the litter when it comes to uh, lady folks, Um, has a nice place to live, drive a nice car, all, all of those good things, right? Not saying that this is the only reason why I gave him the advice I gave him. But he asked me, he said, yeah, I'm having, you know, struggling, making decisions and thinking through things or whatever. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. Let's think about it. He asked me, you know, is marriage worth it? You know, I'm telling them stories about my life and what's going on in my marriage and blah, 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 blah. And I very candidly, without hesitation, told him, no, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Just for everyone's reference in case this is their first time. Yes. You are married. I am married. Seven years. Happily. Happily with two children. That I love dearly. Okay. Yep. Would you go back and do something different? It's a toss-up. I only say that because wow. I felt as if I lived the life that I wanted to live up until the point that I was like, yo, I think I want to marry this girl. Yeah. Right? I didn't, I didn't leave. I left it all on the field. Is that is that the right? Yeah. Ch- you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, you know, I, you, you I, felt like that was the best next move for yeah, you Yeah, that life. was the best next move for me. And you... You outkicked your pun coverage. Oh, bro, I'm 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 still I, I don't know, I'm in the tunnel, bro. Like I there's I there, it's gone. That ball is sailed. Yeah. It's out the stadium, bro. Like yeah. I'm, we're good. Your wife is amazing. All the way amazing. You know what I'm saying? Just for so when she doesn't come hunt my ass. Hey, no, I'm just saying, like, hey man, like uh, so again, 
in full disclosure for the conversation, he's telling me about what he's got going on. Yep. And he's getting a lot of conversations from family, friends, whatever, saying, all right, cool, you got these things, now it's time to get married. And he's like, nah, bro. So that conversation mm-hmm. is different than the conversation of, should I get married? Mm-hmm. I think marriage is a that convert like there's two different mm-hmm. things that are being stated mm-hmm. there like should I get married now mm-hmm. is not is marriage worth it those are two different maybe things. maybe because I, I honestly think like I couldn't disagree more like mm-hmm. marriage is the most fulfilling thing I've mm-hmm. ever done okay it's like the most beneficial thing I've ever done mm-hmm. and like I couldn't imagine my life not married to my wife mm-hmm. And I think that if you do marriage the right way, it's not hard. It doesn't have to be. I still could imagine my life not being married. Not saying that I want to and not saying that I want to divorce my wife. I'm just like, I got married when I was 31 because I didn't want to be married. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't find from the community I grew up in, the family I grew up in, there was nothing appealing about marriage to me whatsoever. And I think for me, man, like, I... I went to the other because like so right before i decided to get married Mm -hmm. we're gonna dive into our stories and i guess we'll loop back to uh like the general theories Mm -hmm. here i i decided i went on a three-month road trip with five dudes Mm -hmm. lived a dream yosemite valley stayed there a while like drove up the like west coast climb mount rainier like the plan was to never come home Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the plan was to like dirt bag it and like be a rock climber Mm -hmm. like that's what i was gonna do and like and definitely go against the status quo of like get married like nah like like there definitely was the thought of like i'm just gonna like every australian tourist that comes through yosemite valley like it's it's gonna be like fun we'll hang out we'll have our summer fling and then move on with lives Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i so me me and allison had dated right before that i went on that road trip not really knowing what was going to happen next and not really having plans but on that trip like i got to experience one being by myself and like a lot of me time and then two like being with a bunch of guys and like getting to live what i really thought was my best life and being like man there's something missing from mm. this i think it's i think it's being with allison like i want like i'm going home mm. and i'm gonna go marry that girl so i say that all to say like i think it cannot be separated from the person mm-hmm. that you think you should like that you want to marry like marriage should be a desire for sure that precedes the question of like should i marry this person mm-hmm. not i've entered life stage that re- like you know quote unquote culturally requires me mm-hmm. to become married and then okay this person kind of fits the bill they're you know f- financially <laughs> above water they're fun my family likes being around them and like i find them fairly attractive mm-hmm. like the, the like okay that's a marriage out of obligation and i think that that's a terrible decision yeah, yeah. but i don't know how you can say like because i think every person desires companionship mm-hmm. and i think it's fine when you're 30 but when you're like you're 47 <laughs> and like and you aren't looking as good anymore yeah, yeah. like and you can't buy a new car because you have the newest car mm-hmm. and like you all of your friends and family have little kids running around that are growing up and they like i've seen this before where my dad's best friend is this guy down the road Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
the most successful business dude retired at 40 come on because or maybe maybe that's a little young but 40 to 45 yeah, yeah, yeah. because he never got married never was in a serious relationship saved all his money now like you know lives in a very nice place but i can tell like he's adopted his own nephew niece, real nieces and nephews and even myself to a certain extent mm-hmm. uh like as family because he feels like there's probably something missing Mm -hmm. and i would say like there probably is Mm -hmm. something missing and yeah so tell me why you think what is your best argument for Mm -hmm. that marriage like that people because are you arguing that people should just be in like long-term committed relationships or are you just saying like nah, like you shouldn't tie yourself down to anybody just kind of float me where the wind may take you yeah no not that i didn't even think about that but more so just like what marriage is in terms of being in a relationship with somebody else when you don't have to be in that, right? You don't have to be annoyed with somebody's idiosyncrasies, right? You don't have to, you know what I'm saying, like get in a car on empty when you ask a person, please tell me when the car's on E and now you're going to be even more late and you're frustrated and you're pissed off, right? You're having road rage episodes every day because every night is terrible. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm, I was looking at it from the angle of like, you're telling me you're living your best life now, right? Uh-huh. You're telling me that you are enjoying the fruits of your labor and you want to complicate that by getting married. Why the hell would you go and do something <laughs> like that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was a, a, a slight side of cynicism, but I told him, I am happy, bro. Like, I have miserable times being married sometimes, right? Yeah, sure. But I am happy. I love my kids. I love my wife. And I told him a story where I read this article uh, recently about life. Uh, marriage is like uh, pineapple, right? So the lady that wrote the article was saying that she comes home, there's a pineapple on the dining room table or whatever, you know, nook, whatever. It's there for a couple weeks. She gets frustrated and gets mad and said, why does my husband buy these pineapples? He doesn't cut them himself. He leaves them for me and then they either go bad or I have to cut them up, right? Right after she has this thought, she cuts it up, da-da-da-da-da. Neighbors come over, family, they enjoy the fruit. He's like, my wife does so, such great work with these pineapples they taste so good isn't this the best thing i've ever had and all the friends and family like man this is great and she feels wonderful she's like oh man this is amazing just here you know a few hours ago i was complaining the next day she comes home it's another damn pineapple <laughs> <laughs> and so what she says is like oh i had to remember that when we first got married my husband told me that he loved pineapples so i went out of my way to make sure that there was pineapples already at the house ready for him he was able to enjoy those right but over the course of time with marriage this became a drudgery this became terrible this became something i didn't want to do and it became as why does this dude keep bringing back these pineapples you know what i'm saying from and then she was like oh He's doing it because this was like a love language thing. This was something that was meaningful to him. It was meaningful to me at some point in time. And she's like, you have to, in marriage, you have to constantly remind yourself when things get old, when things get stale, when you get pissed off, da 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 da, that this, there's something else, right? Or I need to remember the good times or whatever, right? No? No, 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 I do. But she just tell her husband to buy the pre-cut pineapple and just move on with life, bro. <laughs> she could. I don't know why she does it. You know that, what I'm saying? That's the problem, though. <laughs> that's, that's the problem. That's why people have shitty marriages <laughs> is because they don't have the moment of like, I'm just going to tell you, yeah. like, I don't know how to say this nicely. Yeah. And like, I'm going to preface this with I love you. Yeah. I care for you. Yeah. I don't know how to say this nicely. Buy your own damn pineapple. <laughs> like, I love you. I want you to enjoy pineapple. Yep. I think it's a good thing. I don't want to cut up another pineapple. <laughs> That's true. And if that person loves them and they're in a sane mind, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, 
I'm so like I'm sorry. I thought that you enjoyed yeah. doing that. Of course, I didn't enjoy doing it. I did it because I cared for you. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Cool. We got this straight. That sounds. You never very have reasonable. to cut. You never have to cut another pineapple again. Yeah. I yeah. will buy the pre-cut pineapple and enjoy <laughs> myself. They do that for you now. That sounds so, very reasonable. I think marriage marriage works, mm-hmm. and marriage is a good idea mm-hmm. if you have the ability to look at yourself and be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. The end. Yeah. Marriages suck Mm -hmm. when people have this false view of themselves and they can't see themselves Mm -hmm. as who they really are. Like, I know the shit I bring to the table. Mm -hmm. It's clear to me. Mm -hmm. And so when my wife tells me it's not a giant surprise, like, hey, I need you to stop doing that. It's not like this epiphany. Like, what are you talking about? Huh? Yeah, I can be an asshole. Yeah. Like, I can say things with my face that I didn't, <laughs> words didn't come out of my mouth when I said it. Yeah. And she can read it and yeah. she know, like she, and she's pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. I see that. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, anyway. And I would say marriage is a terrible idea if you don't want to have these things happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just want to live, be free, not worry about the things that come with having to actively pursue somebody, having to actively have hard conversations, having to actively like make sure that the other person is loved and cared for and love languages. And, you know, there's a marriage is work, bro. It's a lot of things that go into marriage. It doesn't have to be like drudgery and terrible and monotonous, but depending on the relationship and depending on the people, it can be that way, right? Yes, but like, and I don't say this to be cheesy Mm -hmm. or like romantic, but like my wife's joy is like my greatest joy. Mm -hmm. Like when she's happy, I can't, like couldn't be happier. And so the pursuit of that and like serving her Mm -hmm. really like brings, there's no, there's like, there's honestly no greater joy. Like, Mm -hmm. but, but, and I think if it's reciprocated, like things kind of shake out and they work. And and again, like I'll say all these things like, need to be prefaced or like like we we have not ever struggled financially Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think that that is like a great like pressure point Mm -hmm. on like two people joint like creating one or like one couple and then like having to deal with the financial pressures of like i can't i don't i can't live on ramen anymore she doesn't want to live on ramen now i got this pressure now i gotta work a job i don't want to work yeah and like in that domino effect i think that there's a lot of guys out there who they get married too young Mm -hmm. without knowing who their like eventual spouse is Mm -hmm. without a clear vision of what they want to do with their lives And the next natural step, because none of these answers are being like answers, like, well, I'll just marry the girl. Mm-hmm. She seems nice and it'll work out. I've only been dating her a year, so I don't really don't know mm-hmm. her like through like the worst things. Yeah. We haven't ever really fought through anything really difficult, but I'll marry this girl. Now I'm going to take a job that I don't really love. I'm gonna, and now for the next 50 years, I'm going to go do a job I don't really love mm-hmm. and come home to a person who doesn't appreciate the sacrifice that I gave up any dream that I even potentially had. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to have kids and that's going to complicate things. And we're probably going to wake up in 10 years less attractive and really just roommates. Mm-hmm. That is a, a lot of people's reality. And so in that state, that marriage is a terrible decision. Yeah. Because that's not a life anyone wants to live. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. And and, and and more stuff. And then don't worry. Y'all keep listening. There will be some conclusions, potentially. I don't think I'll change my mind. Maybe I will. But I think the idea is when people are in a country whose – I'm going to say uh, – when we live in a society where marriage has a pedestal, right? 
it goes beyond religion, it goes beyond culture, it goes, like, that is the pinnacle of life for some people, like, marriage, like, this is what you do, this is what people do, you're not complete if you're not married, right, you're not a man, you're not a woman, you're not living up to your full potential if you don't have a mate, okay, right, would you, dis- well, how do you feel about that, that, I could be speaking out of turn. No, no, I, I mean, I would actually, like, we're getting into, like, religious things, which we really don't well, no, it doesn't have to be do religious. here, I but, think, I think, outside of people, no, but I'm gonna bring that into okay. it, like, I think, like, what you just said, yeah. I agree with, because I think, like, People were made to be in that type of relationship. I got you. But it doesn't have to be a pedestal, though. It doesn't have to be Disney Princess. It doesn't have to be what we make it to be, right? That's what rom-coms are about. Right. Rom-coms and what's the other one? They're not coms. They're just romantic movies, I guess. I don't know. But, like, we... There is a level of marital life being the pinnacle of what life is about right and so what i'm saying is that what a message i'm conveying to him is that man if we buy into that and prematurely enter into a marriage yes like you were mentioning doomed for failure possibly unless we're really uh, willing to put in the work but if you're living a life that you feel is good but you're feeling this pressure from some outside source then you are succumbing to the world's idea or society's idea or your family's idea of what you should be doing with your life. Yes, which is terrible because right. no one else has to live with his con- the consequences yep. of whatever decision he makes to marry or not yep. marry. Yep. As long as he fully understands the decision he's making and is willing to live with those consequences, I think it's he's well within his right and will be happy doing what, whatever he decides to do. But this is what happens. People bend to societal pressures. They built, they bend to family pressures. They bend to built-in things and systems they don't even know exist that have been planted within them from society, from media, from family or whatever the case may be. And they will think that, yes, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So when I hit him with that MLS challenge or what is it? Was it MLS? No, that's Major League Soccer. Uh, ALS challenge. Ice bucket over his head and told him marriage wasn't worth it. I was trying to get the shock value of understanding like, bro, low for you in this situation, how you're feeling, it's not worth it. A man will know when he's ready to be married. Yes. Right? Absolutely. I could not agree with that statement more. Like, okay. you, like, I honestly, like, this doesn't work. And I, I we had, me and Allison had the pleasure of, or not the pleasure. That's not the right word. Hey, you had the pleasure. Hey, we, hey, Jace. We, we had lots of pleasure. Hey, uh, hey. We had the ability since we dated through college that we mm. didn't. Ha- we actually had the opposite societal pressure of yeah. like you should not get married while you're in college. Mm-hmm. And so we dated for five years. Yeah. Like we went through hell. Yeah. Dating. There wasn't a ring. There wasn't a child. Yeah. There wasn't a mortgage. There wasn't these all of these other things that like force us to come back for rounds 10 9 or 9 10 and 11 like we came back because like we genuinely cared for one another and there really wasn't anyone else that like we wanted if i was like if i was going to fight with someone Mm. i wanted to fight with her right and like and i knew that ultimately while Mm. i was pissed at the moment Mm she was fighting for my best i may have been trying to like self-destruct i may have been trying to get my own way but the only reason that girl ever fights with me is because Mm -hmm. i'm being an asshole and i'm Mm -hmm. getting in my own way yeah what you said i think is an amazing thing if you you said if i want to fight with somebody i want to fight with her i don't want to fight you know what i'm saying so it's kind of like my perspective and even if i'm was being cynical with not well with him i'm being professional but like in in this conversation my thing is like yo the fights that i get into sometimes as a married man i'm like yo this is some this is the dumbest thing ever and it doesn't have to happen and if i wasn't married it wouldn't happen you know what i'm saying maybe but i think it probably happens in other ways right like i think you probably put so i'll say like i Mm -hmm. know 
some girls that I have an outside perspective of mm-hmm. that like they make their marriages out of best friends mm-hmm. and then they fight with these they have I like listen to these fights like oh this is the like the fight my, me and my wife just had yeah like you guys are fighting about like you guys are married emotionally yeah. because you're not in a serious relationship and so you're making this like intimate mm-hmm, mm-hmm. C- emotional connection yeah guys have an inability to do that so it probably doesn't happen as we much just fight right we just <laughs> with fists just, just don't show up anymore <laughs> um but i think and, and i say like we fight like in college we probably fought a lot more than we do currently but i do yeah. think like back to that point like we had five years to work through it and be yeah. like is this what we want to mm-hmm, do mm-hmm. and honestly people ask us all the time like how was how's marriage been and like marriage has been the easiest thing in the world Mm -hmm. because the first five years was really like we kind of had to work through a lot of Mm -hmm. things learned how to fight fair Mm -hmm. and and really like not cross the line and not try to wound and hurt but come up like without trying to win how do i tell you the thing i'm seeing that i think is like for your good yeah yeah, yeah. let me let me just say that and be honest about it yeah um and i and again i think people need to go into marriage knowing that it's work. It's not hard. I hate when people say marriage is hard. hard. Don't listen to this guy. It's hard. No, it's work, bro. (laughs) It's hard. It's It's hard work. There's some work that Uh, is hard. Yes. But you should go into marriage believing like, like it's going to, I have to make the choice every day when I wake up. Like I got, I'm going to care for this person. I'm going to, I'm not going to be selfish today. Yeah. Yeah. But again, like I think, working the selfishness out of your own heart is it it sucks like it is easier to be selfish it's easier when you're married and don't have a kid to be selfish and go on trips and 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 maybe life's more fun but i'll tell you today like life was more fun when i before jace Mm -hmm. but it was way less full of joy gotcha i hear you yeah and i think that's like the biggest thing as you go along in life you find things that replace fun Mm -hmm. with things that like are full of joy yeah and life is maybe like to the outside world looks less exciting Mm mm-hmm but it's more fulfilling because like you're and again life is about legacy to me mm-hmm. a lot of life is about legacy and my son is legacy mm-hmm. and just like you cried when you came out of like black panther mm-hmm. and you're like my son 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 yeah. like yeah that only happens bro because people get married and are like in healthy relationships yeah. and that legacy people yeah. have kids all the time <laughs> that don't have that legacy right right drake told us this but <laughs> push your teeth told us this about yeah drake. exactly <laughs> but legacy is yeah. something that i think you know people who don't get married will never get to feel the full joy or that, that don't get married and aren't, don't have the blessing of a child and mm-hmm. i know that that's not we you know that's not always a foregone conclusion yeah. and i and i feel the pain of that sometimes but yeah Marriage is a, I, I, I can't sit on anything that says marriage isn't a good thing. It might be a bad idea for some people. Mm-hmm. And I and I don't disagree that marriage is a good thing. I just don't feel like it's always worth it. And when, what I mean by that is, and maybe it's only, only child speaking, maybe it's because I'm a psychologist and I see what things do to people and what life does to people or whatever the case may be. And I just don't know if everybody's meant to be married. I don't know if this is a spiritual thing. It's a different conversation, whatever. I just don't know that everybody, well, numbers wise, there's not an equal amount of men to women, right? So we know that in a sense, like, like mathematically, it's impossible for right. everybody to get married, right? Or at least women, because I think women outnumber men. Um, but the idea, like I'm saying, for, like, let's think about it. If I'm saying that I don't like to argue and I don't want to get in fights, Right. That's never going to happen in a marriage, right? And so what I mean, let's give you an example from my real life because this is what I do and maybe my wife will hate me, but we love each other. So the other night, 
I knock over some extra virgin, 100 proof coconut oil off the counter, Mm -hmm. right? Boom, hits the ground, splashes everywhere. Glad I got my pajamas on and not my fun pants because it oiled everywhere, ruined, right? So I was fine. Dang, I knocked it over. Oh, well, no big deal. I'll get it up. I'm getting it up. And my wife says, can I help you with something? Or can, can I help you? What do you think my response was? No, I got it. My response was, you could have helped me by putting the lid on this thing properly. <sighs> right? This is not our first go around when it comes to me knocking stuff down. This is not our first go around with me kicking something over. This is not the first go around with me stepping on an earring, bleeding out of my foot because somebody decides to leave earrings all over the floor, right? No shade, but I'm just saying, right? This is an ongoing theme in our house, right? (laughs) So she then takes offense to that, blah, blah, blah. You know how the story goes, right? And so I could have not said that, and I would have said that actually if she she hadn't asked me because she helped me, right? So then it goes a step further. After she leaves the area... I take that same container, put the lid on properly. And the only reason why I did that is because as I was putting the lid on after I picked it up, she was like, oh, that's not right. And I was like, click, click. Yeah, this is how you put the lid on. So in my mind, I was like, oh, the reason why this burst open when it hit the ground is because the lid wasn't on. You understand my logic? Yeah. So then, of course, I do a gravity test. I drop it from my waistline. After I close the lid, doesn't open up. Drop it up a little higher above my head, hits the ground, doesn't break, doesn't pop open. Two things. Either the amount of liquid that was in there before was a little bit more and it caused the, the, the lid to pop off or it wasn't on properly at all, right? Uh-huh. So when I say that led to an evening of just shenanigans and then the next day of some more shenanigans and then eventually how she likes to do me is like, oh, you don't like to take responsibility for the things you do, but I will say X, Y, Z. And I'm like, yo, I don't have a problem taking responsibility for the things I do, but will you please at some point in time in our marriage be like, yo, if I didn't do this, that wouldn't have happened, right? Yeah. If the lid was on and I knocked this over, we're not having this conversation. Yeah. So it's little things like that over time where if you're not built for that, and I guess I'm being built for that and I'm being made, you know what I'm saying, to be able to do these things because we're, we're good now. Like it just, it just went away. We talked about it. We processed and all of that. But like on a, in a seven years time span, bro, like that stuff wears you out, bro. And I'm tired of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And so I do my best to go to the Lord, help me pray, do what I got to do, use the books, figure out how I can respond differently, how I can respond better. And that is tiring, dog. Like it is a tiring task to every day, not every day, but to often have to figure out, okay, how do I diminish my feelings? Because this person is not going to recognize what their actions are doing to me and then be made to feel guilty because I don't take responsibility for things that I feel like I didn't start. You know what I'm saying? And again, not venting. I love my wife. Can't wait to put more babies in her. But I'm saying for somebody like me, who's like every day I have to figure out why I'm the bad guy and how do I do something different and how do I love her the way she needs to be loved, bro, it's a tiring process, bro. It's not fun. Yeah, and I think one, being married is like a very refining process. Mm -hmm. You You find out the worst about yourself. Yeah. But two... I mean, man, I found this out because I used to go like rounds with my mom mm. early on in life. And mm. my dad helped me realize then that I, th- I think has helped serve me well in marriage. It's mm. like, look, you can either choose to win, which you love yep. doing. Yep. Yep. Or you can choose to like win her, win your yep. mom. Yeah. You and can be like, happy or you can be right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I still suck at that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I still like, I want to be right right now. Mm-hmm. But it does temper my like responses when it's like, this is a moment I just want to win this. Mm-hmm. So I just need to not have this conversation mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And I think, man, like, again, like, I think if we, if, if both people are 
communicating mm-hmm. and, a, and fighting fair and mm-hmm. not trying to hurt one another. And again, addressing the things through non-heated moments that drive people nuts mm-hmm. and do, doing their best to like, cha- like change their actions. Mm-hmm. Like I'm definitely the dirty one in the family. And like, I know that that drives my wife nuts. So it is definitely like a daily thing. Like, okay, like I could definitely leave 12 things in the sink until two days from now. Mm-hmm. But but I know that drives her nuts, so I'm going to do something about mm-hmm. it. So I think, like, it just takes both people doing that. And, again, like, because you, uh, you didn't have to have that fight. I didn't have to. I didn't have to. But, again, two days before that, I get splashed with water because on the back of the couch there's cups galore, and my son just loves to dump them on me only. <laughs> None of these cups are mine. I didn't put these cups here. They're all somebody that I'm married to that put them there. And I'm like, we, it just keeps happening you know what I'm saying? So imagine again. So in your situation where you're saying that, hey, like, if you lived on your own, you could be as dirty as you wanted. Yeah. You could leave stuff wherever you wanted, right? But because of the consciousness that you have, like, okay, I need to do something about this because it drives my wife crazy. When people have that and they do that, that thing works, right? Yeah. But when that's not reciprocated and it doesn't go both ways, and I'm not saying my wife, I'm just saying in general, why would somebody voluntarily put themselves in that situation when they don't have to, right? Or if they don't have the wherewithal to be like, you know what? I can forgive that or I can move on or I can grow from that or I can learn how to, you know, do something. And again, it takes going all the way back to the beginning of the conversation. It takes you at a point being like, I'm going to marry all the worst things about this person. Absolutely. And I want that. If they show you all that before you get married or if you know that exists, right? And you should know that. Yeah. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you don't. I'm saying. You should. I agree with you. You should know that. You should. But sometimes people don't give it to you. you, They don't give it to you. That's true. Yeah. That's true, but I think like you should date long enough where yeah. it's impossible to carry the facade. I, I hear you. I I don't disagree. And I think people in our culture don't do that, especially oh, post college, where yeah. it's like, I'm I'm 29. Yeah. I met this girl at the bar, at the bar at the club, you know, at church wherever. Mm-hmm. Nine months ago, it's been an incredible nine months. I took her home Thanksgiving. It's nine months goes by so fast, y'all. It does. It does. Summer. You gone on two weeks for trips. You're gone during the weeks for travel. She's gone. You're gone. Like you boil down the time that you actually spend together. Yeah. It's like a totality of like two months. Yeah. You don't know nothing about no one in two months of time. Nothing. You don't know nothing about nothing. But people who are 29 or 30 are like, oh, I know every, I feel like I know this. I've known this person mm. forever. Do you? Like somebody that works for me, we came home from a trip and we were talking and he started dating a girl nine months ago or whatever and he was like yeah i think she's the one i think and i was like bro i'm tripping like not no but time is but hell no no but but not but but time (laughs) like and i've met this girl she's in she really is great yeah but no one knows that she's really great nobody like pump the brakes bro time is your best friend you have your entire life to be married you do be that guy where everyone's like, when's he going to ask? Yeah. Like, I'm going to ask when, like, life kind of, like, puts us in this place of, yeah. like, this makes sense. Hopefully she doesn't move on because she might be under the spell that he should have married me by now. And if that's the case, yeah. let her go. Honestly, let her go. Because if yeah. it's meant to work, yeah. I told my wife, and it's fine because we tell a story everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, like, before I went on that road trip, 
like back up like three months. Mm-hmm. I told her I never want to effing see you again. Mm-hmm. She had broken my heart, whole bunch of circumstances. Mm-hmm. I basically was like, I never want to talk to you again. I never want to see you again. Be gone, please. Mm-hmm. Be gone. Be gone. And man, life, God, whatever mm-hmm. brought us like we, we were put back together in the same like you can't mess it up if it's supposed to be. Hey man, I'm glad you believe in Disney. I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I've seen people let good things go. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And it, but I'm I'm not. I'm saying yes. The Lord was with you in your situation. I'm not. I was being silly. But yeah. you know what I'm no, saying? No. But you but know. I'm gonna again like you were fortunate, bro. That was I, because a blessing. I, but I don't believe in Disney. Yeah. And what fr- freed me up to say that mm-hmm. and like what all people need to hear is there's not one person in this world you're you. supposed to marry. Cheers to that. There's not. The whole like Greco-Roman myth of like mm-hmm. of like love and Cupid and yeah, like yeah. the one, there is no the one mm-hmm. like that does not exist. There is a there is twenty incredible men or women out there for you to be with, and it really is you getting to know that person on an intimate level emotionally, knowing who they are, what baggage they're carrying. Do you want to take that on the rest of your life and? stretching that over amount of time so where it's not an emotional decision but people also need to be aware that everything may not be uncovered even if you date for a long time you know what i'm saying there's some things that and that's why i'm saying like the worth it part too is like all right and i i've said this before when i do premarital i'm like who this person is right now if they never change ever again in life will you be happy with this with this person and what they represent and their idiosyncrasies and they're good they're bad and they're ugly and if the answer is yes all right let's move forward and if the answer is no like we stopping now like it's already a problem. And another thing I mean? is, don't have sex. Because that messes, it, like, I'm not, I'm not saying it on some yeah. religious soapbox. I hear you. I'm just saying, the second that happens, especially dudes, you now have rose-colored glasses for that oh, nani, sure. like, done. where it's just like, you're done. I'll deal with her crazy, because yes. she is incredible in bed. The honeypot has been, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, I, I'll leave You that about, <laughs> you just <laughs> effed up your life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you, you're now not, like, seeing the 99 percent of what you're going to spend time doing yeah you only see the one percent of time what you're going to do for five years before you get a divorce uh, shout out to SZA and kendrick lamar song i can't think of the title right now he gives you insight on what guys do for that vagina and it's go to jail some people die some people fight some people lose their minds there's a lot of things that happen when when you when you when you when you cross that path yeah you know what i'm saying when you break the seal you know what i'm saying that's just beyond peeing when you drink beer when you break the seal things just they're, (laughs) they're a little different for you after that point so if I convinced you, yeah. nope. or are you still <laughs> Nope. Listen, but listen to what I'm saying, though. I treasure my marriage. I treasure my children. I love my wife. It's a major upgrade. We about to go to South Africa for a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and that's not why I love her, but I'm just saying, like, bro, like. You're living your good life. We're, we, are, we are great, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's just the everyday things. Because I am the way I am psychologically built right now the way uh, my personality the way way things are for me certain things just it's like bro like i can only ignore i can only i pray i ask the lord to help me i got the fruits of the spirit printed on my wall you know every day peace uh uh, uh gentleness patience. uh patience uh, uh self-control like all of these things right but it's just like man at some point in time man like when you're living with somebody else, man, and you built a certain way, it's hard. Like, I got DNA. Like, my dad is the same way. My mom's kind of like, she's fine. Nah, she says she's fine being alone. I don't know if she is for real. So it's kind of like, man, like, I could be alone, bro. Like, I, I could literally be alone. I would miss the children that I, like, not saying now I could be alone, but if I had never gotten married and I never had the children and never experienced that, 
um, unless I'm just being extra like extra, I feel like I could have lived life and been okay with just being alone. So you do you don't because I agree mm. the statement that some people are not made, meant to be married. Mm. And that could be that could be you know debated. I guess I don't know. But because what I'm gonna say yeah. next is like, but I think all people are created for intimate community. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I don't deny that at all. And I think culturally, unf- mm-hmm. and and maybe unfortunately, like intimate community is becomes harder and harder the further you go down in for life. Sure. I agree. Without being married, I, I I don't disagree. Because there's not a whole bunch of like forty, dudes yeah, forty three year old guys like, hey, you want to like kick it tonight? Let's go to Cabo. I mean, you find the divorcees and like mm-hmm. hey, they're they're back on your train. Like yeah. you just wait long enough and they're yeah. like bell bottoms, but like <laughs> come they come back, they come back. But uh, yeah, man, I just I I think like it it's fine to be young and single and and free and mm-hmm. stacking cash and like all of those things. Yeah, but I think ultimately. One, I think you're missing out, and I think it's telling that you were like, well, if I had never experienced kids sure. in that like level of joy, like then I'd be fine. But that's like saying like, if I had never tasted Oban 14, I could drink like right. Captain yeah. out of a plastic yeah. bottle, yeah. like. But that, but yeah. that's like, but that's really, I mean, that's really right. I mean, not until like I'm trying to think of something that I'll never go back on. Uh, like Levi's, I went like. Legit 30 years of my life, if not, I went and I get my first pair of Levi's, like 32, 33. And I was like, bro, I'll never buy any other jeans again in my life. You know what I'm Are saying? Are they that good? To me, bro, like, they, like, I mean, because the way I care for stuff, I wash it inside out, wash it on cold, hang dry, do the stuff I do. Some of the stuff holds its color. They got all the different, the 514s, 511, 512, all the different cuts and sizes. You know what I'm saying? And they, like, they keep up in their end of the bargain if you yeah. take care of them right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You buy some pants at Burlington Coat Factory, <laughs> you pull one string, it's it's a wrap, bro. Yeah. You know, I don't know if they selling samples. Like, I don't know what kind of clothes they sell it, bro. But you got it. It's like, I bought this to go to the club tonight, and I know it's going to be a wrap after that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I was fine with wearing whatever. But when I experienced those Levi's, you know, shout out to the free advertisement. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, this is a, a different thing. And not every cut and not every pair. But the ones I bought, I'm like, okay. Unfortunately, we never got to test the society socks. Speaking of society socks, how do you hit me up and be like, yo, don't do that, bro. We like what you're doing. Blah, 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 blah. Let's, let's get in business. And then you send socks to 4th and 10. I have not, I have not got one sock. You approached me about business. You approached me about being a sponsor. And you send those guys socks. All right, it's cool, bro. It's, it's a sad cool. day. It's a sad I day. I still would love socks. I still, if if you guys are there, I mean, I got the email. I can see you another email. Like, I don't know if, if you got the names mixed up. I know Dan and John kind of sound like David and, and Damon. I get it. You know what I'm saying? And Nate kind of sounds like JP. You know, I don't know. C. John Roar. Dame. Anyway, I might hit them up. But at the end of the day, you're right. The reason why I know what marriage is and what kids is and the joy thereof is because I've experienced it. But because of who I am, if I never have ex- had experienced this, I probably would have been just fine too, right? Probably. I've had relationships with people. I dated people. Things happened. And I've, I've experienced that part of life. But I feel like as far as mar- marriage proper goes and the things thereof, man, I, I don't know, bro. Like, I don't ever want to be without. Like, I'm not asking the Lord to give me some type of situation for a time where I'm away from my family. But like... I just I just feel like man like if you if you're enjoying life 
marriage may not be, no, I'm not saying anytime you're enjoying life, but if you're built a certain way, how about this? If you're built a certain way and you're feeling pressure to do something that you don't feel like you need to do, marriage is not worth it. And I'll, I'll say this is like the last, yeah. my last thought. Yeah, Cause yeah. I, you just said something that like spurred this thought. Yeah. What marriage doesn't need to be is this like, I'm chasing my dreams. I'm living the like life that I'm most excited yeah. about. Yeah. I'm a doctor. I've worked really hard for this. I love being a doctor. Mm-hmm. I love traveling. I love all like I love eating at fine restaurants. Mm-hmm. I love enjoying that. Whatever. Marriage doesn't need to be this like hard right into mm-hmm. like a different life. Right, right? right. I think marriage probably works best when like you like see that girl who's been at that restaurant eating alone as well mm-hmm. the last five times. And y'all get together and it's like, oh, like, yeah, like I, you know, I'm a lawyer. Like I travel all the time. I drive, and but she could be a bus driver. It's all like, good. Whatever it mm-hmm. is. Like, and I guess the point of it though is, is like, okay, you get together and like you date for four years because mm-hmm. she's traveling chasing her dream and he's traveling or he's at, you know, being a doctor chasing mm-hmm. his dream. And you get married and you continue on the same thing. People ask me and my wife all the time, how do you guys do it? My wife travels every single week. Mm-hmm. She's She just texted me. She's landed and mm-hmm. she's driving home. It's, yeah. You better go clean up these dishes. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's 9 p.m. on a Thursday night. Yeah. But it works for us because we're both chasing our dreams. Mm-hmm. Our son's happy. He's growing. Like, they're... We, getting married wasn't this divergent yes. onto where one of us is sacrificing everything mm-hmm. to make it work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is it, both of us pushing us to like chase our dreams even more. So if you follow these steps given to you by Dan Duncan in this year episode, you'll be happy in love. <laughs> if you listen to me, you'll avoid the whole situation. You never know what you missed. <laughs> both, both but, adequate. But situations. no, but in, in all seriously, in all seriousness, um, you know, again, the reason why I I was the way I was with him is because I feel like he needed that ALS challenge. He needed that ice bucket to get dropped on his head and to shake him into reality. Because at the end of the day, I gave him the game that I give all dudes. You will know when you're ready yep. and you will do things such as, oh, I will get rid of all these girls that are just girls. I will kick it with you only and not think about the next girl. I will make sure that the things that I'm doing and planning are involving you in my life. You know what I'm saying? You will notice yourself doing things, yes. telling yourself that, oh, dang, oh, shoot, I must feel a certain way about this girl, and I think I'm ready to hang up the jersey. Like, I'm ready to put it in the rafters, and I'm retiring, right? Yep. And if that's not happening in your life, if that's not something you're willing to do, if if extra chi- I gave these people premarital counsel, and the dude was not willing to give up his female friends. I was like, bro. What are you talking about right now? How is it that you're telling me that you want to be married, but you don't want to give up female friends, especially that your fiance is saying she's uncomfortable with that? What are we talking about right now? Yeah. Right. You two don't get married. Done. Please don't. You know what I'm saying? And so I think on that end, it's just like, man. I want more men to have conversation with their male friends and be like, yo, these are the criteria and these are the things you need to think through. And this is what it means. And this is how you'll know you're ready. Because I was like, man, your, your, your heart will let you know. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either, but it'll you'll know when it happens. Right. I knew when it happened. You knew when it happened. And I think most guys, regardless of, again, unless they're just like way out there and only doing it just because, but when they're real serious and they're ready to live a life with somebody, it will be plain as day. You ain't got to ask no questions. You ain't got to be worried about things. There may be some things you need to have conversation about, but you will know. And if if you are headed towards your wedding day and with trepidation and I just have Mm -hmm. to drink my way through Mm -hmm. the day, Mm -hmm. don't get married. That's it, bro. Bro, literally I was at a wedding (laughs) a couple months ago Mm -hmm. and dude was just like, you could just tell, like, 
I'm getting married because like cult- culturally yeah. this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I'm just going to drink my way through this. It's her day. If you make it's her day. It's her day. I'm just here. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I'm just trying to get through it. Yeah. Nah, dude. Yeah. Like guys like you you will know and you should be excited yeah. about forever loving this person yeah and, and if not don't mm-hmm. get married don't get married bro and be mindful and wise about who you do premarital with like i love yes. the couple we did premarital with and i just i think i disagreed with them on some like theological things and we did like christian premarital and it was it came across to me that her soul rested upon my ability to wash her in the word and i'm like bro there's nothing in scripture where i've seen in the in the in the bible you know that says that what you're telling me what i read is that every man has to you know put in their own work they're responsible for their own souls and yes as a man at leading my household or whatever the case be i don't make it difficult for her my wife to thrive and to grow and to to spiritually ascend and all that other stuff but at the same time when she stands before the lord he's going to ask hey what did you do (laughs) and she's not going to be say well jp did blah 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 blah. like that works when i knock over the oil (laughs) but when it comes to her soul and her (laughs) salvation bro she would have to stand for him you know in front of him for herself or whatever and so that kind of jaded me from the jump like bro this is going to be a miserable experience i already have experiences with my wife where i can't tell her nothing because she's a genius and it ain't no point in me trying to you know what i'm saying trying to lead or whatever and so i think that if i had gotten more or different or maybe some og perspective on things or whatever or even saw a better like marital relationship in my own family or whatever then it wouldn't have like been a thing where to this day i'm still fighting with oh my gosh you know certain things or whatever and i think that's important like that's why marriage becomes worth it when you have good conversations and people are giving you the game on how this should be and how it can be and how it could be and you're like okay how can i send to that and make sure that my marriage is this then things go in a different direction but if you're getting random advice and things don't make sense and you're like whatever you know what I mean? And like I said, shout out to the, you know, our premier. They loved us and they were doing their best. But I just think, you know, on on certain levels at that point in time, you know, we were all just in different places. You know what I mean? So you got to have a, a, a firm foundation going into this thing. All right. Well, tell us what you think. Hit us up on Twitter. Yes. Real quick. Question. Yes. Have you seen Solo? I want, I've, I've been trying for a week, bro. Have you seen it? I have not, but I've started to see terrible reviews. I'm All the so terrible. nervous. I'm, I mean, we should do it. You, what you doing tomorrow? I'm, I'm, You're grown, I'm, man. I'm, You're grown, man. I'm, go, I'm celebrating my anniversary. I'm seven years. Hey, we're seven years tomorrow. Everybody wants to have an anniversary. Everybody wants, everybody wants to spend their anniversary with their wives. Ooh, oh, <laughs> good job, married guy. Anyway, don't see it this weekend, and we'll see it, you know what I'm saying, next week. But it does, I mean, I didn't want to see it because I wasn't excited about a standalone Han Solo. But I did like uh, what was the standalone joint um, before? Can I go ahead? No, no, no. I just, oh, no, no. A Rogue One. Rogue One. I loved Rogue One. Rogue One was great. I loved Rogue One. Rogue One was great. Yeah. But what they didn't do is they didn't recast any of our beloved characters. That is true. Yeah. And from the get, I yeah. was like, you, like the fir- the first three Star Wars yeah. were terrible, and everyone hated them. Yeah. I think partially because like we saw Obi Wan not Obi Wan, and we yeah. saw like the world kind of got like yeah, and so I think seeing someone else take on the yep. name yep. Han Solo that's yep. not Harrison Ford bad idea. Ooh, that's I was like, yo, I didn't like Childish Gambino as as uh, uh Lando. I was yeah. like, he's not even the same complexion. He don't even had a silky smooth hair. He don't look like Billy D. You know what I'm saying? I want to see young Billy D. Yeah. So I would have been more excited if they'd have had a younger Billy D. looking dude that I can yeah. at least pretend squint my eyes that that's Billy D. A guy that I can squint my eyes. Chewbacca is the only person that looks like Chewbacca. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it, bro. Yes. What do you want from me? And like we've come to like appreciate these characters as like their personalities yeah, that yeah. partially come through the actors themselves. Yeah. yeah. 
And so someone that's, it, it feels like a cheap knockoff. Bruh, I can tell you, I don't even have to see it. Yeah. It's just going to feel like a cheap knockoff. The action sequences look great, but I feel like that's, so I'm the same guy that doesn't want to see Idris Elba as the next James Bond. I don't want to see a black James Bond. I'm black as they can. I'm Wakanda forever. My fist is in the air, but I like my James Bond, you know, white. I like my James Bond, you know what I'm saying? I, I like him white too. The last one was so bad that I'm kind of willing to go any <laughs> just color. Just a different direction. We just need to hit the reboot. You know, all so right. bad. I got you. I mean, you know, you got to wear thin skin when you're watching them things, man. But they tied it all in. It made sense of his life. I'm your daddy or whatever it was, right? Is that what it was? Yeah. The bad guy was your daddy. Hey, man. You know, they just needed a... Uh, uh, a Star Wars ending, you know, Luke, I am your father, and it was a bad situation. Yeah. So we we'll, listen. We got Movie Pass. No, there's no risk involved, bro. You pay nine ninety five a month or nine ninety nine a month. I've seen two movies since I got Movie Pass, bro. bro. I can't talk to you. I, I beg you to see movies with me. I beg you. And this is what you're doing right now. But you know, you don't need. It's partially because I leave the card at home. But now you don't need the card anymore. Did you since see that when? update? Man, that's what they tell you. I mean, I keep it on me. But all right, I'm with that. Is it, you can do e tickets on it. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now. All theaters now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, and I'm they give that. you like a reference number if you can't. They made me take a picture of my stuff the last time I went to movies. I'm like, Movie Pass, what are y'all doing right now? So that's how they live. Really? It literally said you must upload a picture of your stuff before you see the next movie. Because they thought you were just swiping that car for like. That's, that's what I guess, man. They were just trying to weed people out. I guess, man. You you're know, like ten ninety five loaded on. And you're like going to the gas station. Like, right. you need to charge me ten ninety five. <laughs> for this movie if you could change the receipt please that would be great like nah bro but let's i mean let's experiment together man it's a worthwhile experience yeah sneak a little adult beverage in so we'll enjoy it a little bit more you know what i mean and so i'm talking about go for it all right guys let us know what you think yeah please go review us on itunes mm-hmm. uh we need to we have we're, we're like you know we're behind by like 100 reviews mm-hmm. so we need to catch up yes so we need the thousands of you that listen on a weekly literally, basis. Literally, literally. Like, we need one, 10% of you to 10%. go to go fill out a review. Please. You know, make it like a life's goal. You know, smart goals. Was, was it, you know, well, you can look up the action. And you don't even have to give us five stars. I yeah, like that. I would like that, too. But just write something clever. Please. You don't have to, like, try to change the world. You don't have to be over. You don't have to do the most. But just heartfelt, clever, whatever you want to add in there. We want that from you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. I'm Dan Duncan. I'm John Parker, a married man who loves to be married. We're here most weeks yep. <laughs> to give you yep. the life caddy goals. You can't have too much of a good thing. It's true. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep it's the people summertime, coming back. It's summertime, y'all. It's summer. Just relax. Please don't hold, please don't hold me to it. This dude's got a new newborn baby, man. That's grown. It's true. That's a, you know I'm what I'm saying? saying? He's standing and crawling, dude. Come on, man. I think he might wrestle my son. But I, my son got tricks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he got something for him. I teach him. I teach him the dirty stuff. You know what I'm saying? A little dust in his eye. got that Black Panther. It's like... that Killmonger. Hey, you got it by any means necessary. When a man is fighting you, he's trying to take your life. Yeah. So that's it. Then, then my son's going to throw the knife up in the air and just <laughs> catch it right in his stomach. Hey, man. That's it. You know what I mean? Kick him in a diaper, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we could do this all night. Yes, Thanks, sir. guys. Well, we'll catch you next time. Music shit.